Dan, there are some things that are both speedy and angry. And I don't know if it's the cars or the racers in this movie, but it's time for episode three of the current season of Not Playing with Lex and Dan. Wow, you decided to go all uh, off off script with that intro. That's I know, new. It's pretty it's different. Did you like it? I am. I'm adrift. I would say, <laughs> as though I were in a foreign country. Perhaps. Oh, really? Perhaps far, far off. Perhaps an island nation in in Asia. Let's say Japan. Uh, perhaps the capital. And no. I hear good things. I've never been to Tokyo, but I, I would like to go. So yes, I, I drift in Tokyo is what I might call it. This is an incredible coincidence, an incredible series of coincidences, which is a great movie. And in this series of incredible coincidences, uh, you have used nearly every word in the title of the movie we're watching today, The Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift, the third film released in the uh, intrepid Fast and Furious <laughs> saga. Persistent. <laughs> Tenacious. Long. Long. <laughs> yes, that might be a word. That might be a word that's used. Uh, I know from you that this is not the third chronologically as the story is told because a prequel exists, which I believe is called Fast Empress and Furious, <laughs> which I think is the one we'll watch next i don't know i don't know i think this actually comes several movies later is my understanding and i think it's i think it was my understanding is i believe it's a it's somewhat of a retcon i think Mm. just to like avoid continuity errors i won't say anything else because i do know something that i think is spoilery um but i won't i won't mention that here and were you about to say cards go fast in that one because i don't want any spoilers (laughs) they go faster than fast my friend (laughs) Every single one of these movies, I keep waiting for Tracy Chapman to show up on the soundtrack telling me that you drive a fast car. I'm sorry that, that you've been disappointed thus far. Yeah. I also want Billy Ocean to tell me to get out of his dreams and get into his car. <laughs> you have a very definitive taste in music. <laughs> <laughs> and um, there's, there's a Beatles song too, right? Drive uh, my car. Drive my car. Baby, you <laughs> yeah. can drive my car. Yeah. I can. Uh, so I've been thinking about this movie today, Dan. Yeah? Uh, what have you thought? Of which I know nothing. I keep waiting and, and yet waiting you spend for... a lot of time thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I know that uh, eventually The Rock appears. I have concluded he cannot possibly appear in... It, it, seem, it would seem odd to me that he appears first in Tokyo Drift for no reason other than I feel like he would look bizarre in Tokyo. <laughs> he would stand out too much. <laughs> it's true. I feel like he would be quite the target, I guess. So what I've been trying to figure out is why do they go to Tokyo? He's like, well, there's a great race. And we've got to do it in Tokyo. I don't know whose voice that was, but somebody's. Um, I am also not 100% sure that this movie involves any of the previous characters. (laughs) I think there is a good chance that it involves none of the previous characters, but it may involve one or two. I don't know. I don't think... This is why this franchise is a little weird, right? Because the first movie had Paul Walker and Vin Diesel. The second movie had only Paul Walker. The third movie may have neither, and then the fourth movie, I think they're both back. So I I feel like this franchise had some growing pains. This is also, as I think we discussed at the end last time, it has been, I have heard that this is the point, this is the last movie where they really focus on, we're street racing, as opposed to, we're action movies that have cars in them. So 
you know, we talked a little bit last time about the leaning into that as a franchise. I feel like this is this is sort of the last vestige of that. But I also know this is a very divisive movie. There are people who really like it, and there are people who really dislike it. So I am curious to see what engenders such strong feelings. Yeah. And I, I was also trying to think back to how we felt about the first two. I think the first one, we were like, okay. And the second one, we were like, oh, there's, there's, some, there's potentially something there. Now, if you're right, that this is like, it's like the opposite of a, a of a repertory theater where it's the same <laughs> genre but an all new cast as opposed to the same cast in an all new movie. It's got to be really good if people like bared with this. Yeah, right. Especially if they then went and made another one. But this one, so this one's two thousand six, um, which is when was uh, Too Fast Too Furious was I believe two thousand three. So this was three years, three years later. So the the franchise had been gone for a little while. That's a little longer. It's not like outside the normal range of like sequel, but like, you know, it's not like they were churning them out every other year like they do with some other franchises. So, yeah, I think that's a long way of saying, I think you're right. Something's got to yeah. be happening here. Yeah. Something's got to be happening here, as that, they say. That is the, the motto. Yeah. Well, so I, I feel bad because when we didn't do... Uh, movie series and it was just like another movie and another movie I could say the things I know but in this case I've already spent everything I know on the first one <laughs> there's cars they go fast the rock who still has not appeared I feel like with these movies I'm caught between a rock <laughs> and Vin Diesel and Vin Diesel a place few have gone before um but uh i i don't know what else to predict I, so I, I was saying i was thinking about this movie a lot i was like okay so you're gonna be in tokyo which means if you're saying it's an all-new cast and that's one thing otherwise like you have to have an excuse to go to tokyo which to me either means there's a car that's only there or there's a race that's only there and then for everything else like it's gonna be racing in tokyo that's, that's my <laughs> prediction yeah i'm with you how do you stretch that into an hour and 45 minutes let's find out <laughs> Honestly, we could finish the movie and I could still basically tell you, oh, yeah, they did car racing in Tokyo. <laughs> like, it's quite possible that that is the story. <laughs> Indeed. Well, uh, should we get right down in to Diesel, it? Diesel, I believe it is. Oh, yes. no. In Diesel, we trust. Yeah, I don't know if you know this, Dan, but um, those who choose to become incomparable members are actually uh, allowed to watch the movie right along with us with a commentary track that they can sync perfectly and hear our reactions, jokes, puns, and questions. <laughs> Usually it's me with questions as we watch allowed nay encouraged to go do yes. so yes yeah. this is of course the uh the incomparable member feed where you can get such fine content as our very own commentary tracks as well as lots of other fun stuff if you are a member of the incomparable which you can become if you are not already by going to the incomparable.com slash members and signing up for one of the many available membership plans which will get you not only that commentary track and some other stuff but additional features like bootlegs of episodes that get released before they're edited uh, access to the incomparable member slack and some other goodies it's a very nice way for you to support your favorite podcasters and your favorite shows which we hope includes not playing with that guy and me that's the formal title i didn't like it, to say that all the way it occurs to me i don't think i'm in the incomparable member slack <laughs> Well, you can talk to me, but you can't talk to Lex. <laughs> Maybe that's a feature. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe if you support our show enough, Lex will be enticed into the incomparable members. Lex. If if you support it enough, they will spot me an account. That's what I've been told. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. It's hard for you to make up to like scrape that up. Uh, you're just an aspiring street racer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In Tokyo, land of sushi. <laughs> anyway. Uh, we really appreciate all the members out there who already give us their support. And if you're listening to the show and you're thinking, hey, I'd love to see uh, more of these shows, 
then you can throw a little support our way by going to your member profile and changing where your funds are allocated. But uh, yeah, right now, we're going to get down into the movie itself. It's a movie of nerdery and nonsense, <laughs> trials and tribulations, maybe. And alliteration. Well, Dan, I have some great news. Hold on. Before you have great news, I'm checking to make sure that there's no post-credit scene. There is not. So you may go ahead with your go with your great news. Well, my great news is as follows, Dan. The two of us, both you and me, we have now seen Fast and Furious 3 Tokyo Drift. I don't know if that t- number is in the title, but we've seen the movie. I am. Uh, this is a totally random thing to seize upon, but I noticed both in the credits during the film while I was checking uh, the cast and in the closing credits here, his father is credited as Major uh, Boswell, right? That's her name, Boswell, Sean Boswell. Uh, but he is listed, he is shown in the movie as being in the Navy, in which Major does not exist as a rank. <laughs> he might be a major pain. <laughs> I just, I mean, I had to pick my nits where I could. Thank you. He's wearing like captain spars actually so uh what you think dan you know there was it was an interesting choice here right like we started off the first movie in i think are both the first movie's um florida right i want to say florida something I, like I, that. I miami it. i want to say it was miami i've seen it just once so yeah I, same I so i felt like maybe you know like if you're doing a movie you're like oh we're gonna like move around the world and talk about the race culture and like different parts of the world i kind of felt like that's what we're going they were going for it was a Interesting choice to focus on a bunch of characters that we've never met before. But that right. said, I mean, any non-franchise movie, you know, that's kind of how it works, right? You got to get invested in the characters within the scope of the movie because they don't, that's all you have. I think I liked it better than the first one. Yeah, I think, so I found that it was funny, sometimes less often intentionally and sometimes yeah. unintentionally. But like, I, we've talked about this with especially the second one, right? The, of is it winking at itself? Right. Is it is it self-aware? And I still can't tell. It doesn't feel yeah. like it's self-aware. This one does not feel super self-aware. Like, it, it kind of verges on it, but it's not even as self-aware as the last, that last bit of, of Too Fast, Too Furious, right? With the jumping the car uh, onto the boat. I think we both felt like that was like a turning point for the series, and I don't feel like it necessarily took up from where that left off. Yeah. It kind of elongated like the sort of whole like it's as if it like like drifted around a corner, <laughs> continuing the race themes. So like you're just kind of like drifting with the break on. Yeah. Well, we made a lot of drift jokes. So if you hadn't yet decided to go premium to to, to become a member of the Incomparable, boy, I'm is it worth just it. for the drift jokes alone? Because we had many, and we're not making them now. That's that's paying listeners only. I'm sorry. Uh, I I don't know. I thought the story was good. The, the franchise uh, three in continues to have some real deep problems with its handling of women. Oh yes, yes, indeed. Uh, there is li- the uh, you and I both commented. Literally, the opening scene is a a woman volunteering herself as the prize in a race. Yeah, which is you know just deeply problematic. Right, the winner gets me. <laughs> And uh, that's not that's, a line that was written by a woman, right? Like that a woman would ever write. Right. Yeah. I get the Venn diagram of like 
the Bechdel test and this movie are two separate O's in two separate continents. Oh, yes. That's yeah. a good point. Does our main character... Uh, we have one main woman who is named. Yes. And I don't think that she ever... Con- yeah, I don't think she ever converses with with another woman in this entire movie. Yeah, like, in... There's, like, a couple scenes where she's, like, shown talking to people, but, like, never dialogue that we hear. Yeah, so I... I, I, I didn't hate the movie. I'm starting to fear. So uh, yeah, one of the reasons that I, I agreed to this series, this series season of, of not playing is because I had heard that these are great movies. <laughs> I'm not seeing that yet. Yep. Um, yep. I think I would rank the second one as my favorite thus far. Yep. But I'm fearing that they're famous because of what they already have shown us. And they're not popular because they, they get more, funnier self-aware or interesting like so far and i'm listen i think the rock who i know i talk about it he's your savior in this franchise i think you are waiting for his second coming (laughs) i liked him in the tv series ballers i liked him uh as the voice of the character in moana he's entertaining he's a good he's a good actor i mean like he he has a he has a persona and he delivers on that persona Yes. So I, I'm waiting for him, but like right now it feels like maybe it's just popular because uh, it has uh, racing and scantily clad women. See, I, I think that the first three movies in this franchise, like, let me put it this way. My impression is that these may have been enough to get the, f- turn it into a franchise based on just sort of like making money. But I, I think we still haven't hit the part that have made it sort of the cultural touchstone. Like, I think we're still, it hasn't transmogrified into that yet. I, I When I hear yeah. people talk fondly of this franchise, it's relatively rarely about these first three movies. Though I have heard people speak, like, you know, people who really like Tokyo Drift. And I can understand why it was a divisive movie, because it's it's not exactly what the previous, or like, it dispatches almost all the characters from the previous fan franchise, or the previous two installments. And it, you know... It does do an interesting, like, you know, setting change, and I think, uh, you know, there's a little bit I know meta-wise about some of the characters and their popularity, but, yeah, I, I think I can understand why not everybody thinks this is just, like, an amazing movie. Yeah, it was well made. Uh, there, You mentioned while we were watching it that uh, oh, there were a lot of close-ups, not a huge amount of establishing shots. Yeah. It also felt like there were a lot of process shots. Yeah. Um, certainly in that climactic race as we zoomed in on the very tiny screens of flip phones. Yeah. Uh, but also, like, you'd have impossible shots where the camera seemingly went through a car. Right. Uh, and then up into space, basically. <laughs> uh, but it's the first one where I felt the direction in a way that I didn't mind. Sometimes you feel the direction that's a bad thing, but this one just felt like they were trying to find more ways to make it interesting. Like I said to you as we were watching, too many shots for me of the pedal. <laughs> Like, yeah he hit the clutch again that's great he's driving the car so this, this was very early on in um justin lynn's career the director who has also he made a couple movies before this uh including better luck tomorrow i think is one that he's really well known for but this is sort of his first big movie and he's this is not the last movie that he directs in the franchise in fact i think he directs many of the subsequent movies as well as he directed, I knew he directed the third uh, Star Trek r- movie recently. So he has a uh, a lot of credits to his name. Um, and I think he's sort of, he's tied to this franchise largely uh, from this point. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know. So you're, you're holding out hope, Dan, that the, uh, the movies are going to get better from here on out. That's well, what I'm hearing. We, we've watched three. 
Um, I knew that from from what little I know, I, I definitely think the action sort of gets ratcheted up in the next installment and that it starts focusing a little bit more on less on the racing and more on the plots, as it were. Yeah. Uh, and I think that will be to its benefit. And I think it started like at this point, too, you know, we've seen some different characters in here. And I think one of the things that this franchise is appreciated for is its sort of large roster of characters and we've yet to see them really cohere into a a a family as vin diesel would say that's right a family um yeah so i'm i'm holding out hope and like i don't i don't hate the time i spent watching this movie um i found the cultural shifts fascinating um interesting at least i i did think that the whole drifting conceit was hilarious it was like, hilarious it felt like increasingly self-parody yeah I, I i feel like that was the funny part is them not realizing how funny it was like, technically uh, drifting slows down the car if i'm not mistaken yeah uh but you need for those tight corners mm-hmm, especially mm-hmm. when you're racing in parking garages and uh, the biggest leaps of faith in these movies aren't the death-defying acts that the cars can perform it's like hey i just met you have my car yeah and <laughs> I will uh, award myself as a human being to the person who drives faster. Um, those things are odd. People give Sean a lot of stuff. Uh, and people seem to, I guess, you know, he's he's got a certain charm to him. But I wouldn't say that he's like the kind of guy I would give a car to, you know, day one. Uh, or a ton of money. Those seem like like not good investments. But I did enjoy... I think there are, you know, I will say this about this movie. I think, you know, Justin Lin's uh impact there as well it's notable that this movie is largely a cast of people of color because it's set in tokyo and i think that is an interesting shift from what we saw in the previous movies and i think it also changes the dynamic because we instead we we do have sort of still the fish out of water right because our main character is still this white guy and he's our lens through which we're seeing the culture and it does get kind of like i feel like they did a nice job of not spending too much time like fetishizing or like exoticizing the culture like it was presented as it was but there wasn't like a lot of gawking at it or um treating it like it was alien and i thought that was actually pretty well handled for the most part and so i thought that was that was an interesting shift uh in some ways maybe it would have been better if it was just all about like like people in japan driving cars (laughs) and you didn't need to have a white guy main character bad boy (laughs) i didn't think he was fine, but I didn't think he necessarily was like... I'm not going to say he wasn't the magnetic presence that Paul Walker was, because we both agreed Paul Walker is not a tremendously amazing actor. Yeah, I actually... I didn't mind seeing this guy on screen, uh, but his voice did kill me. And if that's his real accent, then I'm sorry. But yeah, I don't think it was. I think that was an exaggerated accent. I, he is from Alabama. Uh, I'm going to look him up later and see if, uh, if see if that is his real accent. I don't know. That that that. I also I thought it'd be funny if some of the um, folks who had less good English in Tokyo could be like, I can't understand this guy's crazy, <laughs> acknowledging his bizarre accent. I appreciated Vin Diesel's cameo, although what he's doing there and all that is <laughs> unexplainable, puzzling. Yeah, uh, that is something. So remember, I mentioned to you that this movie is takes place out of time from the series, and I think that is kind of part of what they're trying to accomplish here uh, is basically pointing to this being not directly after the second movie. Yep. It takes place sometime in the future. 
so the timeline is a little bit muddier. And I think that was what was confusing to some people when they first saw it probably was like, I guess like maybe they knew each other before Vin Diesel was like a racer in the, you know, first movie or whatever, or maybe they're the time that is elapsed. Maybe they cross path in the time that's elapsed since we lost saw, last saw Vin Diesel. Um, but I think some of that will become clearer in the next movies. The prequel. That's right. Well, Dan, I'm excited yeah. that we've seen this one. And I'm excited to see where it goes. I truly have no idea what to expect because I feel like there have been three different plots such as it is, but very similar. Uh, competing for women and racing cars, and that's pretty much it. So <laughs> I'm curious to see if there is more nuance. To, and listen, the Fast and the Furious movies don't feel to me like they're all about nuance, but I'm curious to see if they do something more in the next one. Well, we will find out when we tune back in for that one, which is the 2009 six-year break after this movie. Wow. Long time uh, for number number four, which is entitled Fast and Furious. That's it. There's no number. <laughs> With an ampersand. The, yes. The, number, the, the naming of these movies, to my mind, just gets better and better as they go. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is perhaps my favorite part of this entire franchise. Oh, I can't, I can't agree with you more. Well, thank you for watching this one with me, Dan. And thank, thank you for watching it with me, too. Oh, it's my pleasure. And we'll be back soon with the, uh, the fourth installment. But until then, keep watching the cars and stay on the drift. Watch me. I'll drift in. (laughs) (laughs) I want a, this may not be as funny to you, but I want a Sean Bean meme. One simply does not drift into Mordor. Yes. I I, I do like the idea of saying, I never said I was going to walk in.